Hi, welcome to Pixels and Ink Podcast, episode 190. Uh, 191. Luscious host, Jordan. Beside me what is my beautiful <laughs> co-host, Melanie. Who said you could usurp <laughs> my position here? <laughs> He just stepped right in. You know in. what? The look on your face and then like Cody's face was like, he started made like, oh it no. so <laughs> worth it. Just covered my mouth. <laughs> Turn your back for a second. He just swoops in. Okay, go ahead now. Take oh. it No, no, keep going. Oh, I'm done. And it's episode 191, I believe. 191. I wasn't here last week, so I don't know. No. Brendan says before we start. <laughs> oh, did we? I wasn't listening. I was too busy listening to... You were too busy eating chocolate and, and truffle shuffling. <laughs> That song was strangely captivating. It it was pretty dope, right? Like, <laughs> it's like something like Welcome Japanese Beyonce would have made. Japanese Beyonce? <laughs> Is there a Japanese Beyonce? I don't know. It's gotta be. Isn't it, um, uh, oh, what's her name? That, like, not real person. Oh, he, uh, oh, Miku um, Hatsune Miku. Hatsune, no, yeah. I wouldn't that's, say that's she's Japanese, Japanese Beyonce. Beyonce. She's more like Japanese Britney Spears. Yeah. I was going to say Taylor Swift. No, no she's got more power than Taylor Swift. Although Taylor Swift's getting really... Oh, oh no, not, not Taylor Swift. Um, was it Selena Gomez? She's getting, like, crazy, like, sexual. You see that new music video with her? Was it, like, something about, like, they how she, like, eventually, touches herself or something about that? Seriously? Is it she, just oh no, to get... It's, it's, I can't keep my hands off myself or something like that. And she's, like, in a bathtub, nude. All right, okay, like, so this her. is a, uh, a video game podcast. <laughs> yeah, why are we talking about Selena Gomez? And we have Phil with us. He hasn't said anything. Yeah, yeah Phil's here. Phil, I was Phil. just waiting for you guys to stop talking about Selena Gomez. <laughs> we were all waiting for Jordan to stop talking about <laughs> Selena Gomez. She was good in the Tooth Fairy. That movie. Was what she movie? In a movie? Yeah. I don't know. Uh, what's the, what's James Franco? Mm. Oh, oh, yeah. yeah. She is in... Um, the hell's it called? Spring Breakers. That's yeah. it. Yeah, that she was okay awful. in that. I mean, it wasn't the no, greatest no, movie. No, no, it's really good. It's a good movie. So? Yeah, no, it is. I it's trust by, all it's of like you? it's like a weird crime movie. It's yeah, it's not by, exactly what you expect. It's by Harmony Korine. I thought it was gonna be something like no, American dude, it's Pie. Like, no, that's what I thought too. And then it took a crazy left turn. And you're like, oh, no yeah. one's having sex with pies. I'm upset. <laughs> yeah. No, it's by Harmony Korine. The guys did uh, Got Gamo, Scarface on repeat. Never seen any of those. Kids. He wrote Kids. Oh God. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I know Kids. He's a weirdo. Yeah, he wrote Kids when he was 18. I'm aware of kids. Yeah. That, yeah. I found, because sometimes it fascinates me what, like, really disgusting movies are on YouTube that no one's ever checked. And uh, a lot of the time, especially if they're dubbed in, like, Italian or Spanish, the studios just let them go. And kids, Really? Kids, kids is on YouTube? Kids is on YouTube in Italian, and it has been watched 32 million times. Holy Jesus. Wow. You know what I thought was funny? Um, <laughs> Sleepaway Camp is on YouTube, and yep. it's never been flagged. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No one's married <laughs> it to the end. Well, it's because it's an independent film. Well, the it's thing is, anyone yeah. who makes it to the end will appreciate, like, they're there because they know Sleepaway Camp mm. is hilarious. Mm. Anyone who's willing to flag it doesn't make it that so far. Yeah. No, it's not that. It's that, uh, yeah, no, it's, it's an independent film. Movie, so the studios aren't hunting for it, and there's no pop yeah. songs in it. Yeah, it's just weird that yeah. it's never been no copyright claims. It's weird yeah. how you know you can get full frontal nudity onto YouTube. If yeah, you're there's a lot of it. Yeah, and a lot of real deaths, all sorts of gross stuff. Real death, I'm not surprised weird. with it. Yeah, yeah, but YouTube yeah. is kind of like really real death is more offensive terrible. than. Oh nudity yeah, now. it is, but not according to the not according to the Americans. <laughs> Remember, this is owned by the Americans, yeah. Phil. Real death, though. They agree real death shouldn't be on TV. Yeah, definitely. They're going to be the ones who get the running man started. I mean, like, <laughs> once the running man show starts, yes, we can have this discussion. Until then, I think America takes a very I think strong stance <laughs> on real death not being on television. 
Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so let's move away from Glad the to clarify wheel that one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> when did this start being about video games again? Yeah. yeah. Now. <laughs> Cody. Uh, Cody. Yes. Game news. We're on the game news. Okay. So I only found like three stories because you I mean. I couldn't you got find three, anything. but I've got like two in my brain. So okay, so there we go. We'll yeah, we we'll got see. we got enough. We fill out five stories. Phil always has a billion stories. So yeah, and then like yeah. I figured I we could probably normal, talk about those like really Super Bowl trailers. Wait, wait, wait. Hour with yeah. Cody, Mel, and Jordan. Remember, don't yeah. talk over each other. Okay, so yeah. unprofessional. See how long that works. We're trying here. We're trying. So there's no Assassin's Creed this year, guys. Yay! So disappointed. Because I enjoyed the last one so oh much when I reviewed These, it. Those were like games of the year, man. Every year, that's game of the year. Well, it's Cody's like favorite game last year. God, I didn't. You know what? That was the lowest score I gave out. What was the lowest score? You I think it was a six. I've, that's my actually a oh New God. Year's. Slow down. That's a, <laughs> no, that's a New Year's resolution I need to make. I need to have my like scores fit my words. <laughs> I gave. <laughs> yeah, that was probably a good resolution. Like, well, no, because so resolution is like I should give more games twos. <laughs> that's fine. You know yeah, well, no, I need to be harsher. I, I, I've been too, well, I've been too nice to the well, industry. When you start, I find because I had the same problem. When you first start reviewing games, you don't know how to be extremely harsh. And yeah. then as you keep going, you're like, oh, okay. No, well, I this had is a four. There was like the Pirate Warriors review I did, and I hated that game from start to. F- I didn't finish it from start to like a little bit later in the game. <laughs> um, <laughs> to start to five minutes in, when you're like, yeah. I'm done with this. Yeah, I fell asleep while I played it start too. To it was, it wasn't, wait, it wasn't wait, a wait, good wait, game. Wait. You fell asleep. Yeah, I've I talked about this on the podcast. Where I, I fell asleep. That. I fully was playing with my friend, and I fell asleep while playing it. It wasn't fun. It wasn't captivating. It was so, boring oh, and your just sucked. Was carrying the, the yeah. Team. Oh yeah. Um, he woke me up and was like, "Dude, are you, <laughs> yeah. you okay? I'm dying over here." Yeah. Um, yeah. I need a res. That should have been but an editorial. It 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 sucked, and I gave it a six because I'm sure, like in my head, I was like, "Well, there's got to be a market for this somewhere." Yeah, um, but now I gotta stop. Yeah, and now I gotta stop being like that and be you like, know, no, this was not fun. And yeah, that, that's the problem I think I had too, especially when I started here, because it was like it's sort of that thing where it's like I had a problem with how this like scores are like handed out, despite like what you write. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you can't give a two to a game you feel is a two because if it's not broken. Like but it's unplayable, legit. but it's like if I thought a game was so bad that it's not worth buying and it's like just bad from start to finish, but it's a functional game, I feel like it's still sort of worthy as like like in terms of a score thing. No, like yeah, that's absolutely it, not. That's how I looked at it too. Absolutely I was like, it, it was every, playable. Like it, pretty well every Hollywood movie I see is competently produced. That doesn't mm-hmm. mean. That, that doesn't mean that it's good. By any well, that's that's my problem with this. I can't just hand out twos to like if like you know if I I'm playing the game, it's bad. Like you the know, thing is, you have to be aware. Like if you're gonna play, say, um, a heroes game, and you hate heroes, you can't rank it like that because then you shouldn't be playing that game because you'd never buy it. Well, anyway. it's not that I hate heroes. If I played a heroes game and it was just bad, it was oh, boring. Yeah, if it's it wasn't broken fun. And stuff. It's but it's not like it's. I don't like. I feel like giving out something like a two shouldn't be limited to if a game well, is like broken and totally unplayable you can like take boring into account mm-hmm. like if it's not but fun if the story's bad if the gameplay is bad because your board doesn't mean it's a horrible game just because it well yeah but i feel like just because it kind of just works just because i enjoyed like grown ups doesn't mean you're going to enjoy <laughs> I, yeah but i think we can all for the mo- of these 3 out of 4 of us here can agree that on the scale of a 1 to 10 grown ups is a solid 2 that's opinion based bill 
I give it a one. <laughs> I didn't I was hate being grown ups too. It's been bad. Are you sure about that? Yeah. I didn't hate grown ups yeah, too. 100%. So I mean, and again, wait, it's wait, confidently wait, wait, wait. made. No, no, it's got no, 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 a story. We're not, we're not glossing over this. Cody, did you just say you didn't hate grown ups too, or is you didn't hate I it as didn't well? I did hate grown ups the second one. Really? It had Stone Cold Steve Austin. Those are the only correct opinions here, apparently. Grown ups two is better than grown ups one. It had Stone Cold Steve Austin in it. Yeah. Well, number one, it laughed a couple times, so that was a bad. That movie was awful. <laughs> I'm not saying it's a good movie. No, I'm just saying it's definitely better awful. than than Grown Ups One. I, I saw it at a drive-in. It was like a triple feature. That was the first one. The last oh, one's Pacific Rim. But I already watched. They like, tried to two make you sit really through bad too, movies yeah. before Pacific Rim, <laughs> so I was like trying to fight. Or was it Elysium? It was one of the two, and I was like trying to fight to stay awake during it. So you just fall asleep everywhere, yeah, playing games, watching movies. <laughs> well, three, three, I mean, it was like almost. Almost passing yeah, out it on the bridge. Yeah, it was three movies, and it was like two. Uh, it was like it was probably like closer to twelve at night at that point. It was How sleep sleepy. Aww. Well, no, it's not late for me. It's I, I can keep forgetting that Cody's the little one. Mm. Newly twenty-three, Cody. <laughs> Let's keep in mind when I have to come in here. This is actually I had I used to have a sleep schedule that I used to like. It, I hear I would you. go to bed when the sun came up, and then like wake up at the crack of like four. <laughs> At the crack of moonrise. Yeah. Um, I, I live like that too. Yeah. Uh, and then I got my internship here. And you're like, oh. I had to be, I had to get up, I had to, like get up, I had to be here for nine. I was coming from Oshawa Ugh. or Whippy at the time. I was living in Whippy. Um, and yeah, so I was like, it was dark out when I got up, and then I came home, and it was still dark out. And I was just tired <laughs> all the time. Wasn't I agree with you, man. Aww, Waking Cody. up so. Yeah, yeah it's when I was at good. Humber in college, I used to do that thing that Kramer did, where he'd sleep every seven hours for a couple hours, oh, or something like that, good. and then be up for a bunch of hours. <laughs> it doesn't work. It only works for so long before you start to just burn. I, I I've started to like realize the power of naps, but naps I, are fantastic. Sometimes you can fit in like a nine minute nap. Yeah, and the, the problem is with naps is that you're playing with fire. Yeah, like you can go to bed at like five and you wake up and it's like eleven. See, my problem is I do that in the coach at yeah. home. I get home <laughs> around six and I'm just yeah. I wake up at eleven o'clock. That was a waste of an evening. <laughs> my problem is that a I, it takes me a solid half an hour to fall asleep anyway. So if That's I'm like true. if I'm gonna take an hour nap, I lose a half an hour just trying to fall asleep. It's and then once people. you sleep, it's like once nighttime does roll around, like forget it. You're you're up until two. You, you gotta learn yeah. how to power nap, bro. I don't know how to. I don't know if I can force myself into sleep. You're just so tired. You just you do what Cody does. You just it, well, no, I'm, not, yeah. I'm never really like that. When I take a nap, it's like a luxury thing. It's like you know what? I'm just gonna rest. For I time. do have an uncanny ability, like sleep anywhere at any time. <laughs> do it right now. Go. <laughs> <laughs> and he's out. And he's um, anyway, moving on. New <laughs> <laughs> yeah, stories. Uh, speaking of falling asleep at the movies, <laughs> Sonic is making a live action slash CGI movie. I'm excited. Yay. I'm excited. In 2018, Are you, sure this I'm ex- you know like what? Some high school kids for an English class. I'm excited. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I think it was going to be terrible. Good. Last time this this only went well. I mean, I feel like I'm one of the few people who didn't think that the story in Sonic 06 was a problem. I feel like everything else he was, was a problem. He was in love with the human, you know, and it's he's a hedgehog. Who's to say a hedgehog can't be in love with a woman? Okay. <laughs> You're the law. <laughs> <laughs> he has arms and shoes and uh, gloves. He's got a job. Isn't he that weird taxes. that he wears shoes and gloves, but he <laughs> doesn't have pants? <laughs> That's weird. Now he's got bandages, so it's but cool like, stuff. But like when, when he comes out of the shower, he, he has to wear a scarf? towel. He wears a scarf in Sonic Boom as well, which is weird. Yeah, yeah why? <laughs> 
Donald Duck is the same way. He's got yeah. a shirt and no yeah, pants. Yeah, weird. Yeah, what the hell? And Donnie Duck and yeah. Donald Duck that wear a shirt and shoes and no pants. That's, that's like they what the hell? They don't wear shoes. They just wear shirts and hats. Yeah, just shirts and hats. At least Sonic, you know, yeah, he commits to it. I don't think you can put shoes on hooves. But he's got like his fur. His fur covers his junk. Does it? Also a cartoon character. Well, I mean, very important in Sonic Boom, he does have a lump. Doesn't? Yeah. Is, are you serious? Yeah, he has a lump. A little lumpy. Serious? Yeah. Crotch. Oh my god. He's got a he's got oh, a, knuckle, a lump oh, no, where his knuckles. Oh, he's in a kid now, so he's got some mad. He's got some like seven on. head thing yeah. going. But Amy on. Yeah. wears a dress, doesn't she? Yes. Yeah. Because right. you can't show vaginas in video games, Mel. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Why doesn't? Uh, why doesn't Come on. I actually think that even in the Playboy thing, I think they'd get topless, but they would never give. Yeah. They no. They would never show. They would never show vajayjay because then that's pornography. Yeah. So classy, for uh, virtual yeah. reality, when they're gonna do the strip clubs, it's gonna be really boring. Yeah, yeah, but if you're gonna, if you're gonna like go on VR for to like get horny, like, but I mean, realistically, you're I'm not sure going a to a strip club. Are. You're going to like. I'm willing to go out there and say that even like real strip clubs are pretty gross when girls take s- off the bottoms. It's kind I've of, never those been the, to a strip club. Those are the really grody strip clubs. You don't want that. No, I don't want to be at the strip club. Thank no, you. they're not fun. You're yeah, if you're going to like. Leer at naked women. What difference does it make if they're wearing underwear? <laughs> 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 Good point, <laughs> Bill. <laughs> Same thing. Good like. point. <laughs> Wait, wouldn't you technically want them not to? Have I don't know. I feel like there's a degree of like grossness that you can't like. There's a line you can't cross. No, it's then all why would you go to the strip club? Oh, uh, it was like a birthday thing for my friends. I didn't want to go personally because I had oh, always yeah, been a every man I've met said I didn't want to go. It was I've actually no because here's okay. Here's the thing. Okay, so because I because. Story. Oh, no, I was gonna say I've never been to one, oh. okay. and then I was like, I don't know if it's worth saying <laughs> on the podcast. I didn't really want to go to it. It was my friend's birthday. We were in North Bay. We had nothing else to do. So, um, and he was like the youngest of the house. It was always that that joke, like, oh, you know, baby Ray never touched a girl before, sort of thing. So I, growing up a nerd, I was sort of always under the impression that I would never ever see a pair of boobies ever in my life. Your until, childhood sounds like until very yeah, it, it was. Um, until I got to high school and I finally got like, you know, a girlfriend and I finally crossed that bridge, right? And I was like, this is great. This is, I'm unstoppable now. But <laughs> I am invincible. I never liked, because I had to work so hard for it, I never liked the idea that there was a place that just gave it away. And especially in North Bay when the cover <laughs> charge to get into this place was $3. Shouldn't you $3. No, because I had to work so hard for it. They were just giving it away for $3. I can break a five <laughs> for that one. Melanie's like head is buried in her arm right now. Oh my god! <laughs> Jordan says, "I wish I could just open a little door into your brain and just uh, see everything that exists in there." I don't know, ride. man. It's it's you had to work that. You know, if you'd gone on the internet, you could have seen it for free. Well, too, I right? sorry, I had dial-up. Okay, AOL <laughs> wasn't that easy. <laughs> like comic book guy. Mom, why'd you pick up the phone? Yeah, because I couldn't get I couldn't get on on the internet at night when everyone's asleep because it was that big on big on. Oh my God, Jordan! So you're just angry at strippers because they give I'm it not away for angry three dollars? At them, I just didn't like the idea of it. They're working just like we are. You can't, you know. I'm not mad at them. So what are you mad at the, the whole idea of yes, the idea of the establishment. <laughs> oh my god! So uh, Rocket League is coming to Xbox One, Yay. February seventeenth. We played a little bit of that today. We had a good old time. Cody never played it before. Yeah, no, that was fun. I liked it. It was a good time, right? Did yeah. Get any trophies? Uh, probably not. Right. I think we got a couple. We got a couple for like. Just I was really pissed because I scored a goal and it said I scored and then it didn't. Did record you have to work really hard for it. Yes, I did. Yeah. 
Uh, but then, like, the next game, I was the assist machine. No, he kind of just, like, right, right. I remember that, that goal. He, like, went, like, right out of the gate and just hit the ball right into the net. It was, like, yeah, as soon as the ball awesome. dropped, he... I was like, it. yeah, so I, I understand this reason, game. Yeah, I didn't count it, which was weird because because by the end of the game, we, we lost three to two, but it only counted one goal, so it was weird. Yeah, I don't uh, understand. And then, like, the next game, I was in last place because I didn't score a goal, but I had all of the assists for the team. So he's in I was he setting was everyone up. I had a couple goals. No, I, like, I set them up. Like, I came down the wing, and I, like, passed it into the slot. Jordan and puts it in the net. Yeah, Jordan <laughs> just buried the After ball. <laughs> So uh, that's it for on your end of the game news because I got yeah. a couple stories. Yeah, um, go so for it. on the weekend, I wrote a quick little thing about this. I think it was on Sunday. Um, PlayStation of Middle East tweeted out a sort of little teaser oh, image of Crash Bandicoot on like a poster. Mm. And the poster, I, bl- I believe it was in Arabic or something or Sanskrit or whatever. Um, and tr- rough translation of it was most wanted person dot 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 where are you crash they don't own the rights to him though don't they no they don't but I, I don't know if that's like if they're teasing something like maybe there's a crash bandicoot thing going on in development or they're just sort of like sh- trying to show interest in bringing crash back but i mean that it's just whatever it is it's it was interesting enough for me and like it started sort of getting the fans talking and stuff so I'd Who be knows? for it. I'd, I'd no be 100% with it, for with it, man. Bandicoot. I love those games. They were great. They were a ton of fun. Yeah, why not? Maybe not Crash Bandicoot Racer. Uh, you know what? I awesome. quite enjoyed Crash Bandicoot Racer. It was okay. no Mario Kart, but it was okay. still good. Mm. For what it was, it was, it really, like, at that time, it really was PlayStation's answer to Mario Kart. Right, it was the bottomless strip club of kart racer games. <laughs> Is that our, Is that our new, yeah. 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 That's a new bar. That's the, that's that's the, that's the title yeah. of this podcast, Bottomless Strip Club. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, and my other little piece of news is um, after the release of the Corrin and Bayonetta DLC, Sakurai confirmed that this is the end of d- the development for Smash Bros. And there will be no more DLC or any other work going into Smash Bros. Mm-hmm. Which I think is really stupid. Means they'll bring um, out Smash Bros. 2.0. It's and make you buy a whole new DLC. Well, that's yeah, the thing, right? Because the new system. Because they teased the idea that a new Smash Bros. is going to NX. And I think we talked about this like two weeks ago or mm. something. So whether or not that means that yeah, like the NX is coming out like next year and they're going to port over this Smash Bros. Or they're going to make a totally new one and they're going to wait like the five-year whatever's left on the Wii U lifespan. Mm. Um, I, think st- I think it's a really bad – I don't know. I think it's a bad idea. I understand that these guys are like, you know, tired and whatever and they have to work on stuff. But it's like, you know – you can't dedicate a small team to just like kind of like systematically like putting out monthly DLC on Smash Bros, bringing out new characters every month. I feel like it's something that would keep the thing alive for a lot longer than it's going to keep it alive for now. Uh, I hate when DLC drags things on forever. But it's it's that idea that like Smash Bros. All right, I feel such a perfect package that like all you can do by putting out DLC is just making it better. So like yeah, you know you ha- now rather than having like your basic characters now you have some like bayonetta and cloud and ryu you can mm-hmm. put like uh i've been dying for a castlevania character like paper mario other what, characters you just want to shove 40 characters in a smash Brothers? why the hell not why yeah. the hell not it just seems like a cash grab yeah it gets annoying i think smash bros period then they all need amiibos no not really how many more like <laughs> well that's fine I want characters do you need though <laughs> Uh, I've made a list. I feel like Paper <laughs> Mario is one. 
Um, Why? What's going to be different about Paper Mario? Than he would ha- because his whole system is different. It's not like you just put like Doctor Mario and you make a just a clone. Like yeah, Paper Mario is a totally Doctor. different like entity. He could have like paper based attacks. His up B could be like a paper airplane. He'd have his hammer. He could have little have partners like that came out. Let's get ones that Simon aren't Mario. Simon Belmont would have like his whip. Uh, Joe and Mac I thought would be fun. Uh, Billy and Jimmy from freaking. Uh, dr- Double Dragon. They should be in there. Why is Ryu in there? Not Billy and Jimmy. What? Who wants Double Dragon in their Smash Brothers? Why the hell not? It's like <laughs> an iconic Nintendo franchise. It's like me saying they should put in NES Jason. Why not? I'm down for that. <laughs> He'd be all purple and blue. He'd come <laughs> throw little like knives at you. You would take any character that's ever appeared on a Nintendo no, I platform think that'd be stupid. and stick it in think Smash J- Brothers. Okay, I think. Jason would be stupid, but like. Actual like Nintendo and other like big gaming icons would be like would be legit. I think that would be fine. I mean, you got to save some characters for the next one. It's not like the franchise. Well, they're just gonna die. put like another version of Mario in the next one. Well, of course, but yeah, no. maybe that will be Paper Mario. Gonna, they're gonna put Doctor Luigi in the next one because they made that game. Yeah. No, they'll put they they'll keep new characters. You can't put them all in this. You gotta save something for the next one if another one's coming. I don't know. I feel like to me this this one. I, I don't see how. It could get any better than this one, so it seems like even what well, they it sh- could be different for one. That'd be a start. Well, it doesn't need to be. This did Street Fighter ever need to be different? Well, yeah, Street Fighter Four is drastically different. How is it drastically different? It's it the looks same base. Okay, so it, it looks a little bit different. Slow different, down there. It has help. other m- moves and combinations that weren't possible back in the arcade days. But that's, that's not totally true. Like, do you ever play Street Fighter Alpha on like the PlayStation yeah, One? Yeah, a different Street Fighter game. That's but it was the same basic game. It's a 2D fighter. There's not really m- many ways they you can evolve different. that. They are different, though. Uh, the only one that you can make that argument for is Street Fighter 2 and Street Fighter 2 Turbo. Beyond uh, no. that, there are actual <laughs> to add to this conversation. <laughs> Street Fighter 2, Super Street Fighter 2 Turbo <laughs> Alpha, the new fighters. Cody and I are just minding our own business. Mm-hmm. Okay, so y- do you have any more news? No, that's it. That's it for me. You just wanted to rant? No. I. A little bit. Th- yep. I think you just like buying DLC, and you're sad that there's... He likes no, spending I money. No, I just like the idea of, like, adding things. He throws things. money at you Nintendo. You have something that's, like, you have something that's already so that. complete. The only way you can make yeah, it I better responsibilities is by and adding stuff. more to it. Like, like if they ported this Smash Bros. to the new system and just kept, like, adding to it, I'd be fine with that. Because this, this Smash Bros. to me feels perfect. Like, you, know you couldn't do better than this. Just send Nintendo $1,000. <laughs> Give me all the Amiibos. <laughs> I I've already been doing that, that slowly over. I didn't think it was that diff- drastically different than the last Smash Brothers anyways. I don't it feels either. a lot better. I don't. It, I don't it feels it better. The controls are tighter. The characters are more balanced. The levels had a lot more like dynamism to them. Dynamism? And dynamism. A lot more stuff going on. Like The only thing it was missing was a story mode, really. Yeah, that was a bummer. And, but that was just because Sakurai's a big crybaby. Eh, the internet ruins stories for everybody because people put the cutscenes on YouTube. Sakurai just seems like he's so fed up with everyone's bullcrap. Like, he just doesn't want to deal with it anymore. I think he wants to buy his own he wants island to think and he's just ever go been away. Like I think he's going to, like, he's going to retire before Miyamoto, I think. Because yeah. he's just sick of it. I wouldn't, that wouldn't be I mean, be wouldn't a, you, like, if you made games and stuff, wouldn't you be tired of the internet? I'd be tired yeah. of the internet. I, and, like, I, it would be a bummer to me because I think, I think Sakurai's the, like, their next, uh... What do Brennan's looking at us funny. Stop there, rubbing the microphone. I'm sorry, I, I got beard. I have 80. No, I was moving it up and down because it has legs. Oh. Um, Play with this. I think 
Crap, what Sucker was I saying? Next, like, what, like oh, Peter no, no, Molyneux? no. I think he's their, he's their, like, next step down in terms of talent in Nintendo from Mi- from Miyamoto. I like, exactly. Yeah, I think I he honestly is. don't think he's that he, Everything he touches is really good. And think about it, Jordan. Only 5% of people are actually offering helpful tips. The other 95% are just bitching. I mean, like, Kid Icarus could have been a lot better. It could have been, but it was also a pretty good game for what it is. Until you actually get your hands on it, and then its control scheme is so stupid. They tried something different, and it didn't work. I thought it was fun, but like any part where you were on foot as Pit was just tedious. Like it could have been better with like some proper actual. You realize like like, what he puts himself through when he's making these games. Oh, what does he like whip himself in the back? Does he pray to the old gods? Like what? 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 He like physically he puts himself through a lot, like late at nights and like. Early mornings, long hours, making Kid no Icarus uprising. I, I'm, I'm just saying I respect the hell out of him, and he makes good games for the most part. So see, I kind of don't because then, like, yeah, when pe- when people like, it's the thing that bothers me when you see people who come out with like legit stuff and say like, "Hey, Sakurai, why did you put like nine clone characters into Smash Bros?" and he just kind of like fires back like like a crybaby, like, "Oh, you guys don't make games. I make games. You don't know how to make games. Like, let, leave it to the professionals. Don't try to talk about games wrong. you don't know." No, he we don't is make wrong. games. He makes games, and just because he's we getting don't make sick, ga- of, he's yeah, getting sick of putting all this time and effort into the into this series. When, like, let's be honest here. As much as I love Smash Bros, we could be putting Sa- or not we, but they could be putting Sakurai to work on something a lot more productive, a lot more rewarding, and a lot better. And he just, he puts everything. Uh, Kirby. I thought that was mostly uh, Iwata. No. I thought Iwata kind of like spearheaded that one. No. I thought Sakurai like Google worked it. on it, but like I'm gonna Google Iwata it. I'm was like sure the that was visionary behind it. Why are you googling that on your phone when you have a laptop right in front of you? <laughs> you have no idea how poor they this oh, laptop okay, fair runs. Enough. Fair enough. I don't know. It just you know what? Like I feel like that that debate that's like, well, we don't make games, so who are we to talk? Kind of invalidates us as critics because I don't make video games, but I still feel like I have reason to talk about games and talk about what works and what doesn't work in yeah, video games. Yeah, he he's the creative force behind Kirby, so so on his wiki. Oh, well then. He created Kirby at the age of 19. So tell me what's in, what's in his. There you go. Well, well then. Jordan isn't a big fan of that guy. He likes the guy that invented the amiibo. That's uh. the hero. <laughs> That's the hero. Yeah. I love video games. Didn't video games were just all built up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is the pinnacle of video yeah. game technology. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, jeez. All right, Phil, give us the movie news. All right, all right. Uh, movie news. First up, uh, Star Wars Episode Eight has officially started shooting. So, are they yeah, actually going to yeah, film yeah. part of it in space? Is that actually going to happen? No. I thought the director said he wanted to shoot parts of it in actual space. Yeah. Have you heard of, like, jokes? <laughs> no, no. Because no. people I, make them. I was like, you know what? If that is, if that actually happens, I would be, like, I would be pretty no. fucking impressed. No. Until James Cameron says it, assume anytime someone says okay. that it's a joke. Okay. <laughs> Once James Cameron go, goes to space, yeah. there's no going back. He'll, uh, no, he, I'm, there's no doubt in my mind before he dies, he'll shoot something, in, a scene in, of a movie in space. There's no doubt in my mind. Oh, that would be pretty cool. For sure. Number <laughs> one, he has most of the money in the world. Okay. And number <laughs> two, fair. he's a crazy person. So <laughs> it just all adds up. All right, next up. Um, where do I want to go next? Uh, 
Oh, yeah, great news. Um, mm-hmm. uh, Lino DeSalvo, who is a 17-year uh, veteran of animation at Disney, um, is going to direct his first film, and it's going to be the Playmobil movie. <laughs> uh, that's what awesome. he's dreamed of. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. Because that's happening. That's the thing that's coming. Are you kidding is me? Is it going to tie it's into the Lego thing. movie in thing. any way? No. Well, that's I, such I, a, I really doubt that's that. That's such a bummer. I really doubt that. I can't, like, how boring this is. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. Can you I imagine, mean, like, there, them right? bringing him into the office? Or, like, we got your first big yeah. directorial Good debut. Oh, what is it? Playmobil, Playmobil movie. And that's going to be going up against the like the yeah. sequel to the Lego gonna, movie. So have fun with that one. Make an adventure about <laughs> a bunch of Danish police officers going to the gas station. <laughs> 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 Sounds great. Um... So, yeah, that's happening, whether we like it or not. <laughs> I'm um, excited. <laughs> Can't wait to see okay, it. Okay, and Yuck. next up, uh, <laughs> uh, they're starting to cast uh, Alien Covenant, the uh, sequel to Prometheus, and apparently uh, Danny McBride. Yeah, I heard about that. It, which is so uh, Hell yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Danny McBride's I mean, awesome. I'm all for that. I think yeah. he's great. Yeah, I think he's great. I think he's a great actor, really funny guy. It's just so weird to think <laughs> he's going to be, like, fighting the alien. Like, I can't. Maybe he what if he is like the one alien? One of the first guys who gets like off by the alien. What if he's the queen alien? Oh my Could god! Be. I, guess <laughs> I guess in the original alien, like Harry Dean Stanton and guys like that were in it. So Bride kind of fits in there. Anyway, it's just so strange. I'm weirded out by that. Mel, how do you feel about it? I don't really care. Okay. Way. Good news. Good news. Um, <laughs> let's see if we can Danny find something is. that you do. I do know Danny McBride is. I don't really have yeah. any feelings towards him whatsoever. Danny McBride's no. hilarious. Yeah, he's, he's pretty good. He's, he's one of uh, my favorite parts of Grand Theft Auto yeah. Five. Tropic Thunder. Oh, I forgot uh, that he was in that. Yeah. Eastbound and Down is the greatest. Oh yeah, that's yeah. Right, yeah. You've yeah. Eastbound and Down. Though? Oh my God, it's oh, really funny. That's the problem. That's why you don't like Danny McBride. It's all coming. It's all coming clear now. It's all. He was so good. Really funny, and this is the end as well. Yeah. Oh yeah, he was great in this is the end. The bit when him and uh, James Franco argued about masturbating. Yeah. This was one of the funniest things. I've yeah. Ever seen <laughs> in my life. Um, God, that's good. Anyway, uh, next up, um, uh, oh, um, Johnny Depp has been cast as the Invisible Man. In yeah, the I heard Universal about that monster movie series. That could be cool. Uh, sort it's, of. it's just an odd choice. Um, Why? <laughs> it's just a very odd choice. Why? Are we ever? Are we gonna get to see him at all? I would assume that yeah, the, think the beginning pick... will be like an origin story. Yeah. You think you'd pick nothing. something where he's like kicked on in makeup and stuff, not yeah, one where he's not actually Maybe that's present. Where he's so, like he's been doing that for <laughs> the so long. The ultimate makeup. He's yeah. not even yeah. there. Yeah. I'm sure, I'm sure that's why he's into it. Is that like he'll get paid an obscene amount of money just not to be, be in a recording booth for this gigantic, yeah. this gigantic blockbuster. Yeah, he liked doing Rango didn't he? Yep, that's true. Yeah. It's just we, it's just odd that yeah, it's a good movie the, too. The Universal yeah, what's a good movie? movie monster series is being headlined by Tom Cruise and Johnny Depp. So not exactly. Wait, who's uh, Tom who's Tom Cruise, Cruise doing? Tom Cruise Tom is going to be the, the hero mummy. of the Mummy movie and that whatever the connection is there is he'll, he'll be like I, the that could kind of work series. and it kind of like throw back to like the Universal the... made it very clear that we're reviving the monsters but they will not be horror movies. They want to make that perfectly clear oh, to God. everyone. So I mean, like, in that's was like I thought they comments? I thought they were giving up on it after um, Dracula. Dracula. Yeah, no, no, no. They really believe in it. In fact, I wouldn't be surprised if they like end up not using that Dracula. Maybe doing another. Do another one. one? I liked Dracula until it wasn't. It was fun. It wasn't terrible to sit through. 
Have they? They haven't. Uh, they haven't I, done I Frankenstein it, yet, it, have it they? Was, it was uh, an eh uh, movie, but I had fun with it. It had a couple good bits. I liked like when Dracula when he had his powers. And he yeah, he was going army. through the the battlefield. That was awesome. I wish it hadn't taken an hour. Yeah, me there. too. But when it got there, it was kind of worth it. It was like the same thing with Godzilla. I wished it didn't take two hours for him to show up, but when we got to Godzilla, yeah. it was totally worth it. Eh, I don't know how I feel about that one. Oh. Um, but anyway, yeah, Johnny Depp, Invisible Man. Have they done Go Frankenstein figure. yet? Nope. Okay, that'll be uh, interesting. There have been like two Frankenstein movies in the last. I know there is I Frankenstein, which, or the, whatever the official <laughs> Universal Frankenstein will be. I don't know what you're talking about. Um, well, Universal, they'll 100% do it because Universal owns the rights to the specific Nekfil Worst Karloff film. Oh, that's okay. why you've never seen it since then, is because that's Universal Frankenstein. Interesting. No I like um, the book. I Frankenstein. Though. Oh, Frankenstein is great. I it's one of my favorite. Uh, <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> um, That's why I brought it up. Yeah. Biggest I actually couldn't finish it. It's I tried. I was like, nope, turning it off. Is it, uh, it sounds great in concept. Yeah. Space yeah. In concept, it sounds yeah. amazing. Fighting demons and angels and gargoyles. all kinds yeah. of crap. Yeah. Gargoyles and stuff. Oh, I know. It was awful. Absolutely brutal. Is this going to revolve, like this Universal series, is going to revolve around like Van Helsing? Is Abbott Costello's show? Oh my god. <laughs> we can only hope. Um, it, whoever Tom Cruise is playing is apparently going to be the center of the series. Um, oh, okay. I guess my guess would be it's like a monster hunter or adventurer. Type He's going to be Brendan Fraser's character from The Mummy's son. All grown up. Something like that. Um, anyway, next up. Uh, oh, this is a weird one. Um, uh, they, Lee Majors, aka the Six Million Dollar Man, yep. is going to be in the second season of Ash vs. Evil Dead. <gasps> really? Cool. Yeah. As so the Six bizarre. Million Dollar yeah, Man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it's unclear who will be playing, but who cares? he's going to be part of it. It's hysterical. I can't wait to find out what he does. And also, um, in an announcement that surprised absolutely no one, uh, Ted Raimi will also be in the nice. second season, which is great. It's just I'm surprised they needed to do a press release to let everyone know that Ted Raimi is going to show up in Ash vs. Evil Dead. But uh, yeah, I'm so excited to see where Lee Majors go. I wouldn't be surprised if he's like Ash's father or something like that. That feels about right. That'd um, be amazing. We'll see what. Oh, he is he's playing Ash. Oh, father. cool. Yeah, <laughs> Thanks, good. Brendan. So oh, there you go. Yeah, so that makes stuff. perfect sense. All right, uh, and next up, um, the two writers who wrote uh, the Piranha remake have been hired. To make Saw Legacy, aka Saw Eight. Why? Which is apparently I thought they stopped. We're done. God. Why? Just like the mystery of the uh, jigsaw okay, okay, killer, okay. <laughs> these you movies can't stay dead. The Piranha yeah. movie. Yeah. Will it kind of be like the Piranha movie? Because that be was funny? hilarious. Christopher Lloyd be in it. <laughs> I'm assuming by virtue of the fact that it's called Saw Legacy that it will be like copycat saw <laughs> saw leg yeah, a see you gotta cut it off you know what i mean <laughs> get out <laughs> um yeah so yeah more saw i actually i'm okay with that i miss saw i used to go every no Halloween. they got worse fun. and worse i know but that was worse. part of the fun you go and you laugh at how horrible they are and then get to grossed out whatever the new disgusting <sighs> thing they came up with i like the one yeah, with I guess if you're the <laughs> pigs getting grind up with oh, the person that was so yeah, stupid yeah saw three is the best that one. didn't gross me out at all Maybe i I'm definitely enjoyed going to those every halloween well, no one likes those paranormal yeah. activities. <laughs> That's the thing. Those, those movies are taking paranormal themselves way too seriously. Jump scare activities. Those movies are like uber boring. Mm -hmm. Yeah, very dull. Yeah, I guess if you're like a person with like a, you know, you're looking to have fun. If you're not a cynic, then the Saw movies were pretty like enjoyable. They were, they were, and then they just got worse. When you go into them, the story got stupider and stupider and stupider. Yeah, right. Like Jigsaw's plan actually had more parts after 
And then I wanted to see who was building some of these traps because they looked really, you know, professionally built. They had giant they ovens contractors. and stuff. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I'm hiring you to, to, like, build this giant, you know, Make sure it's, like, oven. person-sized and that the yeah. people can't get out of it if you were to get trapped inside yeah. there. <laughs> yeah. I need these hooks for these chains and these handcuffs What's right this for again? Oh, meat chop. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, yeah, it's coming back whether we like it or not. <laughs> That's and, great. Um, I it's coming back. I know, it's ridiculous, isn't it? Um, and then uh, the Coen brothers released a movie last week, and they were on the interview circuit, and they made it very, very clear that they have no intention of ever doing a Book of Busby sequel. That's and they, they shouldn't. Well, I mean, do they need to? No, no they, don't. they don't. That's exactly to. why. But um, I would still watch it if they did. And I also, like, <coughs> John Tadaro was had been trying to get a specifically spin-off movie about Jesus made for a long time. And that I would see in a Didn't second, they cut, but they're never going to do that. Wasn't there like rumors about like a Big Lebowski based like TV show? Somewhere? They should make a spinoff about the rug. I thought I heard rug. whisperings about that. No. Yeah. They should make a spinoff of what? The, the rug. Yeah. The, yeah. the travels and the life of the rug. I could see that. I could see that. Um, and then finally, yeah, I just was wondering if any of you guys saw the like uh, Super Bowl spot. Yes. Jason uh, Bourne. Uh, no, I oh, thought you were going to say the the so good. Batman v Superman so thing. Yeah, those irritated me. Um, really? I thought they were kind of neat. Ugh. Really? Well, like, in that sort of cause of where it's like, hey, we could take a commercial and tie it into, like, what a commercial from that universe would be. And I thought that was kind of neat that way. Really? Like, Lex shows up and it's like, thanks to a generous donation. Like, that kind of crap. And like, even, like, Bruce, too. That just, it, it made me kind of happy in that way where it's like, this is kind of neat. It's a commercial from their world, right? Right. It irritated me. Well, in a world, <laughs> really in, in the real <laughs> Bruce Wayne world, he probably would have advertised Turkish Airlines no. if he got a big enough money. No, he wouldn't. I think he would have. He has self-respect. He was the head of a company, <laughs> man. If he, a, if he had to donate to that company and they said, hey, can you be in our commercial, he'd probably say yes. He would say no. Because he's Bruce Wayne. He would have had to say yes because if he said no, people would be like, why is Bruce Wayne acting so weird? What, by not appearing in ads, which Bruce Wayne has never done? How would that seem Well, because he's like a figurehead for a company. Yeah, and other than Donald Trump, an insane person, what company <laughs> figureheads do advertise uh, for other companies that they're unrelated to? Well, he was related to it. He gave them a grant. Right. Is or it he very common for CEOs to be spokespersons? Yes. Yeah? Like I've seen Steve Jobs in a commercial. For Apple? No, like for Microsoft. Yeah. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Look it up. It's wow. on YouTube. <laughs> okay. Well, that's the end of that. Um, no, the Jason Bourne one I just thought was fantastic, and I can't wait for Jason Bourne to be back. That's so exciting. I'm be cool. excited. Yeah. Because I got to see Those Krang. movies were damn good. Yeah. You got to see what? Krang. Krang. Oh, oh yeah. Right. Yeah. The Ninja Turtles trailer. Yeah. That's yeah. all well and good. Yeah. Just no let me one have but this. you is excited for that. <laughs> Former WWE World Heavyweight Champion Sheamus is playing Rocksteady. Yeah, so. and I like the fact that they awesome. look like the way <laughs> they're supposed to, or they looked from like the '80s cartoon. But I feel like that's as far as it's going to go in yeah, terms of me like. Yeah, I'm really glad that they have the artistic integrity to retain the designs that were made for action figures. Yeah, they right. Had to invent a ridiculous storyline that made no sense around. <laughs> I agree. I think that that's. Thank you. Really showing a commitment to the art and craft that went into the. <laughs> Thank you, Phil. I, appreci I appreciate yeah. that. Thank yeah. you for being on my no side. <laughs> Why do you guys are excited about this? I'm not. I'm, I'm he is. Very I, just, I just like the fact uh, that like, aesthetically awesome. it's okay. He's an alien brain thing inside of the stomach of a robot. Like, mm -hmm. It's yeah. cool. It is, yeah. it is pretty cool. Yeah. yeah it's pretty cool. 
I feel like you're not being genuine in your yeah. response. I can't get excited for he an was, intro he was, movie. I, really I mean, can't. he was legitimately the villain of the show. I get excited for like an intro yeah. video game. I'd play that. Actually. There is yeah. a one from, one uh, from uh, Platinum. Platinum Games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It saw. looks badass. Yeah, no, that that I'm more excited about. I going to the movie theater and watching. Oh, I'll go. I probably won't. I'll download it again, and I'll rage. I got the last one on Blu-ray viewing. Did you? Yeah, I got it for Christmas. Right on. There you go. And I enjoy. It came with the uh, the the masks as well. Oh yeah. On. But the, I was Pretty kind of sweet. upset. You could, you could make those. I was with a little. Just like a I was a little claw. upset because you know it right? came with the masks, mm-hmm. and I thought there was gonna be four masks. Mm-hmm. My favorite is Raphael. My brother's favorite Ninja Turtle is my Michelangelo. Mm-hmm. Friggin', they were double sided, and Raphael and Michelangelo were the same one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because it's easy to like die. So you had to take Donatello, who's, at, who's everyone's like second favorite Ninja Turtle. No, he's everyone's least favorite Ninja Turtle. Donatello it goes, it goes Leonardo, Michelangelo, Leonardo. Raphael. No, he's the, most he's the worst one. one. He's the yeah. best one. He's got two swords. Yeah, do Raphael. Like Vanilla flavored milkshakes. I do actually. Oh, I do. Yeah, Those are actually favorite? pretty tasty. Not my favorite, but I do like. He's your favorite color beige. <laughs> no, my favorite color is blue, which is why I like Leonardo so damn much. He right. knows what time it is. Oh, okay, so you like. Uh, he's the leader of the group, so he's the most <laughs> responsible. He's yeah. got the most amount of power. Yeah. He is the most tactically aware of what's going on. Okay, yeah, we can all love Michelangelo, the party dude. Yeah, because we all love to party so damn much. And everyone loves Raphael because, oh, why? Because he's a big, strong guy, whatever. Here's the thing, though, Jordan. No one gives any credit to the guy who's got to lead the team. It's a fictional construct, so I don't really care about his planning abilities. (laughs) That rarely makes it onto the show. Um, I base my favorite Ninja Turtle on, like, their personality, and given that Leonardo has none, <laughs> he I has, don't particularly care for him. He needs to have as much personality as it takes to lead you know, a when team. You know, when I meet new people... Oh, the what? only reason that we know he's a leader is because they say so in the theme song. Other than that, he does nothing. <laughs> well, he That's does. True. He tells them where to go. I, he's a pretty bad leader. Oh, I so mean, he's a bossy piece of crap. No. Yeah. <laughs> he tells them, like, how to go. <laughs> least least interesting intro by the far. most interesting and he's got two badass katanas uh, whenever i meet new people one of the first questions i ask them is who raphael's their got a pair of gardening who tools. their favorite ninja turtles exactly are. raphael's got so much attitude that he doesn't need to threaten people with yeah. weapons there's no yeah anyway he, he knows he can beat them up anyway plus also come on, let's face it there's some like small penis sports car thing going on with those two katanas. <laughs> you really Donatello. Think? Absolutely, yeah. Think, absolutely. Donatello has a piece of wood. That's how ballsy he is. Donatello. He's like, I don't even care. I don't even need a blade. <laughs> Donatello <laughs> is... Actually, he's got a blade in the new one. So Donatello is everyone's second his, favorite uh, Ninja Turtle like because if you play any Ninja Turtles beat him up, he has... Yeah. Yes, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I don't it's cheat at video games. It's not cheating. I don't need to I don't need to play on easy mode, Cody. It's not easy mode either. It is. He's just you can using slap people around from halfway across. Oh, the but using uh, Leonardo, who has a slight, like slightly less reach, he's got is the, okay. He's got mid range. No, he doesn't. Yeah, he does. No. He's mid. No. Uh, Raphael and Mikey have low range. Are we Leonardo's done on the movie news? No, yeah, we yeah, yeah. we're long done on the movie <laughs> okay. news. Okay, so I thought, make I thought sure it was one we're more. through it. Yeah. Mm. Oh yeah, no, we're long done. You know what Whatever. I've been playing, Melanie? Turtles in Time, where I play as Donatello. Oh yeah, I'll, I'll, okay. I'll be right beside I, I, you, Cody, as Leonardo. It. Donatello's one of my all-time Getting your ass favorite kicked, games. Uh, Is your favorite Beetle uh, Ringo? I don't have a favorite Beetle. Interesting. I think the Beetles are kind of overrated, actually. Yeah. Oh my God, yeah. get the hell off the podcast, yeah. Jesus, dude. I yeah. agree with you. They're, 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 oh they're my no God. The monkeys, but I mean, they, are you serious? Okay. <laughs> just, just as a musician, you, you're. 
you're <laughs> making my brain hurt. Yeah, just shave the side of your hair and, and get an ironic t-shirt and become a hipster and leave us alone. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a lot easier. It'd be a lot easier. I didn't say I don't like the Beatles, I just said they're kind of overrated. I don't really care for the Beatles. It's overrated? They... Whatever. Whatever. <laughs> I'm not gonna defend. The, I'm not so gonna. Easy. Not gonna defend oh God, the Beatles. It's so it's easy. Such a waste of time. <laughs> so Phil, what did you see this week? What did I see this week? Because um, we're running out of time. Okay, let's get in. We're not doing the game thing. I thought we liked this. We oh, okay, we'll do games. Okay, so Cody, what have you been playing? Am I allowed to talk about the game? Okay. <coughs> no. Uh, no. No, you're not. I, I haven't you. been playing okay. anything. Oh, yeah, tomorrow. Uh, yeah. Okay, you can actually. Today. Which I mean today. Yeah. I haven't been playing anything because you have. You're not allowed to talk about it. Mm. We played a bunch. We played some stuff today. It was fun. Oh yeah, we could talk you about that. Can we talk about that stuff. Yeah. Yeah, we could talk about except Arsland, the Arsland, bad yeah, yeah, this game stupid. that sucked, <laughs> but somehow got like yeah. an eight out of ten. You know what? No, okay. To like to be perfectly fair, I can see how like probably if we had actually sat down and spent. No legitimate time with it nope that it might have been okay no like because you know brendan's talking about all this stuff like cards and characters don't and care s- power-ups and stupid stuff like that and i feel like throwing two guys into this game with i went none to of that, one of the last levels and all i had to do is press square yeah i mean that's Dynasty like Warriors that's though, right? there's there was no actual danger at any given point it wasn't fun. I didn't like it. All I can say is I can understand why some people might give it a, a oh, high score because like, like 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 this like, like I said it, before, technically right. it's a proficient game, but you know, <laughs> no, that I, I was getting frustrated I watching know. you play it. it. Yeah, it wasn't fun. Um, what else did we play? Firewatch. We talk about that. That's on Steam. That was a weird thing to play because we couldn't put the sound on. There was a lot of conversations. It was just reading. It was a book. Kind of a thing that happened. I would want to. I do want to try playing it again with like on my own time. Um, uh, layers, of, layers of fear we could talk. That's on. That's on early access. We can talk. Yeah, about we can that. talk about that. That was that was fun. It's been on early access. We can talk about it. Yeah, yeah it was fun. Yeah. It was spooky. It looks, it, 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 I didn't get a chance. To look. I was I was trying not to look at it because like it sounded like it was pretty spooky, and I wanted to kind of like maybe say it, it made me feel a little barfy though. There's a lot of like spinning so things. Like Arsland yeah. or whatever. No, Arsland didn't. It was um, really stupid, gem- like, it was Heroes Reborn. Sway thing that a lot of those yeah, it had that going. Do. And then there's a point where you're actually just spinning in a circle. Oh. And that made me kind of barfy. Bleh. Um, but yeah. And then yeah, we, I, I played uh, Gemini Heroes and that made me barfy too because I'm like, okay, let's check out the sensitivity of the camera. And he just like <laughs> just tapped tapped it. That's his, his superpower. He just yeah. spins in a oh, tornado. Man. Was it better Yikes. than Jed's experience? So far, well, what we happened play, was like, we we played the we played the tutorial and um, it wasn't very enjoyable. But it was the tutorial and it wasn't done installing. I thought it was. So we're gonna go back at it probably next week when I come in. Um, Fair. I couldn't believe they didn't let us sprint until it told us how to sprint. So there's a whole point where we're walking down the mountain. This dude's running away. Like mm-hmm. there's a guy that's like running down the mountain and mm-hmm. you're trying to keep up with him by slowly walking. And that was a good, like, five-minute portion of the game. And that person walks slow. You got to take your time, man. Use those superpowers. There, I, we didn't get to use the superpowers. <laughs> there's also, from what I've seen, uh, from what we played, there's a lot of, like, invisible walls, which is always fun. I hate yeah. that. I hate good times. Walls. Let me walk off a cliff, man. Let me learn from my, like, big my, my mistakes. Yeah, but, I mean, uh, it looked pretty. And uh, I'm sure that doesn't go so far. So far, I know. haven't had any of the issues that uh, who was the reviewer Jed. again? Jed. Uh, I didn't have I haven't seen any of those issues, but we only played for like 15 minutes, so that's pretty fair. 
Um, hopefully, when we get into it a little more, we'll we'll see. Cool. What about you? What have you been playing? I've been playing Project Cross Zone Two, Brave yeah. New Worlds, and uh, I enjoy it. Uh, I mean, it really is a lot of the same game. Like it's basically just like shot for shot even story-wise like it's sort of just like bad guys show up and they found a way to cross dimensions and timelines and somehow the internet as well because you know you can pull like dot hack characters just out of the internet and they just exist in real space um they just did that somehow and you got to figure it out um (laughs) it's weird because they change things in like little ways that kind of work but also like kind of make it feel really weird you know because like like, remember how in the first one um, it did that thing where it's, like, it laid out all, like, the characters and enemies' attacks in, like, order, and you had to just sort of, like, go down the line? Cody, yeah. talking to you. Okay. Yeah, you, you go down the line. About? Yes. No, you don't. Yeah, the characters go down the line. You don't even remember Project line. Cross Zone, how much you love it. <laughs> you don't even remember it. Yeah, it did this thing where it's, like, it's like this, it's like the standard sort of, like, RPG turn order. So, like, okay. it gave everyone a turn. Um, in this one, it does sort of like you have the player turn and the enemy turn, which makes it feel more like Fire Emblem. What the weird thing is, though, that like so many of the enemies, like they don't attack you back after you attack them. So either, you either just cream them in one hit or like whatever. They just wait. Can right? you brave or default? No, you no. can't brave or default. Um, I'm surprised that that's not like, uh, do you think they might have like trademarked that? Because that should be an every turn based RPG. Uh, I think that they might have, but it, it really just is another, like, way of saying, like, waiting or, and, like... Well, it's not waiting. You're banking your move. That's Yeah, but it's other, other RPGs... I feel like other RPGs have done that, just, like, mm, in different ways. Not really. There's, like, character classes where you can sort of, like, build up attacks. And yeah, but not not to the extent that... It's not to the extent where it's, like, a button you have to press. <laughs> no, because you're, like, you're not... You can either, like, you can either brave... Yeah. And just, like, save them up. Or you can mortgage your future turns in an attack. Yeah. I know how it works. I know. I'm just saying, like, <laughs> that hasn't been done I, before. I feel like it... I don't know. I, I vaguely... I can't name it off the top of my head because it would take a lot of, like, brain power to think about which games have done that. But I feel like it has been done exist. in the past. I feel like it, it it's something that has been done. Anyway, I, continue I on your... No, it has. Okay. Anyway, yeah. I believe you. So it's just, it's just weird that way because, like, in the first... Um, project cross zone it sort of felt like there was a bit of like an urgency like to like sort of kind of planning your attacks in a certain way because enemies like could like they they could attack before you in some instances so they might attack you and wipe you out before you had a chance um in this one it's just sort of like plow through like five enemies and then wait for them to like hit you to do like five damage because none of the enemies ever hit you in a way that'll ever like do significant damage except for the bosses so it's just like it just feels weird that way and then it's like and then you know they kind of tweaked the uh we we were talking about it earlier uh, they tweaked the whole, like, cross-attack system that they had, where, like, cross-attacking with other uh, player like, or characters who are either, like, your support character or players you're standing next to who you can call into battle would, like, lock an enemy in place so you could rack up a crap load of damage and, like, combos and stuff. Now it's, like, you can only do that with the character who's equipped to your support team. Like, you can't just, like, do it with other people who are on the board with you. And there's even, like, super strong attacks will break that like lock so like it just sort of really messes up your combos in a lot of way and especially with chris and jill like they're particularly bad at hitting enemies there's so many times where like they're like just their basic attacks miss 
like, without any support from other characters. Like, because you know how, like, yeah, like, sometimes you would try to, like, do combos with other characters and you would, like, mess up the timing and you'd miss a bunch of attacks. Yeah, with Chris and Jill, it's just, like, they just miss. And it's, like, it's so wonky that way. But, like, those, you know, that's such a minor thing because on the whole, like, you know, you only have to use Chris and Jill, like, once, right? And, you know, you'll sw switch back to using, like, Mega Man and Zero and, and, uh, what's his name from Shenmue as a support character? Phoenix Wright and, uh, Maya, Rio, Rio, yeah, Rio. he's there. He does it. He does stuff. Yeah, well, that's and yeah. I like you know what I like how they kind of like they didn't just make a sort of a carbon copy of the game too. Like they changed up the the the, the two player like teams. So now like you know characters who were with each other in the previous game are with other characters now. So it's like a little bit different that way. And you have to sort of strategize differently that way. I guess. Cool. Um, yeah. Is there amiibo support? No. Really? Yeah. There's no amiibos that work with that game. Unless, unless my, unless the Ryu amiibo that's coming out apparently can work with it, because Ryu is in there, and like maybe Shulk, because there's a Xenoblade character in there. They put Krom and Lucina in there. That was pretty neat, as like a like Fire Emblem characters as like a oh yeah little tribute to the fans oh, yeah. there. So that's cool. Yeah, I mean, it's it's cool. It's fun. It's it's exactly what you want. If you like Project Cross Zone, you're gonna like this. So I'm I'm having a good time with it. Awesome. There's a lot of sexiness in it too, like like a ton. Like they made it super nice. lewd, like way more than the first one. Sweet. Oh yeah. Oh, you know what? I can't talk about a game. Oh, which game? What are you talking about? Metropolis Blasters. Because because he said sexiness, didn't he? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you get you get three minutes. I get three minutes. Can and I go on a Phil tirade? Gets like eight minutes. Go for it. Okay. So this game, it's a it's a fighter, like a two D fighter based off of like a manga series and like someone in the comments section manga? of my review yeah whatever mango <laughs> um in in the comment section like tried to differentiate saying it wasn't really manga um thank you what nothing <laughs> interactive stories yeah it's manga um it's a visual <laughs> <laughs> anyway they're all very uh sexual in their stories. You know, you ever play, uh, what is it, Honey Pop or something? No. It's like that, but you get to play Bejeweled and then girls take their clothes off. Cool. Anyway, so girls. Uh, in this game, they, like, they're just fighting. There's no real story. And then at the end, they take their clothes off. And <laughs> like nice, that's all you want from a game. <laughs> and it it's it was a fine fighter, but just this like over sexualization of the characters kind of made it uncomfortable because it didn't add anything to the game. Mm. It was just oh okay, this childlike character that I'm playing as is in her underwear now. Great. Um, and it just it wasn't it it really hampered the entire experience because it just. Oh, I was just not just made you uncomfortable. Yeah, you weren't playing it right, Cody. Were you waiting for Chris Hansen to pop out and be like, "Yeah, I, 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 I yeah, I thought I was gonna get a plate of cookies." <laughs> and yeah, no, I thought it was. It just made me really not okay with everything that was going on. And I get it; they're <laughs> the characters Japanese. like they're <laughs> <laughs> like they're characters that are already sexualized. But at the same time, like you had an opportunity to have like an all-star female cast for a fighting game. Like, why do they? Why do you have to like? Yeah, but to be fair, like dead or alive. Quite beach a few of the dead or alive characters are supposed to be like fifteen, sixteen, and they have like yeah, and it's weird, and it's not like, that's like we have to move away from that. Like <laughs> sex and violence is okay; it has to like serve a purpose to the game, though. If you're just throwing it in there, then it's just like you're making it's Japanese smut. culture. That's, that's the whole point of it, right? It's it's just it's that it's appealing to that very like base 
That's their thing, culture, right? though. They have a problem As with animalistic men, <laughs> all we care about are sex and violence. And no, meat. in the Japanese culture, there's actually a huge problem with men finding wives and dates and girlfriends and stuff. That's why having a virtual girlfriend is such a huge thing over there. Yeah. But that would also explain why this is a huge part of the culture. Well, but that like whole like sort of like weirdly like patriarchal like you know Oni Chan thing is like deeply rooted to their culture. That's culture? big. I remember this old documentary I watched is about like it's, it's sort of explaining their like porn and it's like that's why you have so much of that schoolgirl porn because like the big male like Japanese fantasy is being the older guy that the young innocent schoolgirl like lusts over. <laughs> Part of the culture. Yeah. So not gonna change. Sorry, Cody. Regardless, <laughs> except Cody. Um, for get video on the games train. to be taken seriously as a medium, we need less of this crap and more. But real. I don't. No. No, because I feel like that's like saying for for literature to be taken yeah, seriously, we need less, less Playboy, more and oh, no, no. That's you completely different. Less Fifty Shades of Grey. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, no, that's true too. Yeah. But mm. it is, like it the sort of written is what it word is has been day. around for yeah, these video games haven't thousands of years, yet. and it's legitimized itself through that. Whereas video games have been around for what, like something like thirty? <laughs> no, they started um, in the, in the what in the. Early 70s, 70s? So like okay, 46? so we'll say 40, 45 years at most. Um, and they're like, it's still not taken seriously as a medium. And like, the more crap we have like that, the more. I don't know, man. I'm very much of the opinion that one bad apple doesn't spoil the bunch. So it does. So, you it know what? Does. We can have our wank games and we can have our legitimate pieces of art. I guess. I didn't like it. It was fun, <laughs> but then that stuff happened and I didn't like it. So. Fair enough. Talk about your movies. Will do. All right. So first up, Deadpool. Yeah. Uh, which I was very excited about. It's very R-rated, so it's filled with nipples and violence. Nice. So you may want to be careful, Cody. <laughs> yeah, you're oh not going to like It's going to ruin the whole film genre, isn't it? <laughs> it serves a purpose, though. I'm just teasing. That game would have made me uncomfortable, too. I know exactly what you're talking about. Anyway, yeah. so, yeah. Um, yeah, Deadpool's obviously been something that uh, Ryan Reynolds has been trying to make for years, ever since he played Deadpool the first time in a horribly, horribly, oh God. horribly done version. Don't talk about it. Um, and so, yeah, the interesting story with this is that, uh, yeah, like he tried to get it done for like almost 10 years and they done an effects test and the studio said no because they're nervous about it being like an R-rated blockbuster because there aren't many of those anymore. And then they leaked the effects test on the internet and within 24 hours they had a green light and were starting work on the film. So it's fan-driven and very much done for like, a fan, a fan audience. Like, um, I'm sure some people. Uh, <coughs> so anyway, uh, I'll just get into it. Uh, yeah. So like, if you know Deadpool at all, uh, Deadpool's uh, like came out of excessive '90s comic excess. There's sort of a parody on it and a comment on it. And the big thing was that Deadpool was always aware he was in a comic and would break the fourth wall, talk to the audience, make all sorts of snarky remarks. So does he do that? That's what the movie's like right from the start. In fact, the begin, the very, very opening is like an opening credit sequence. It's like a bullet time. Uh, floating through Deadpool killing a few people in a car and all the credits are like produced by an asshat starring a jerk (laughs) stuff like that so it gets right into it and then uh, the structure of it is kind of like because it is an origin story which is a little bit tedious they do at least try to it's a revenge origin story so that action scene that starts in the opening credits is actually spread over the first half of the movie and then in flashback Deadpool uh, snarkingly walks the audience through what happened to him 
The comics he was weapon X here. It's just generic me medical testing. But basically, he's a super sarcastic guy with super sarcastic friends who meets a girl that's super sarcastic, and they fall in love, and then he gets cancer. So then he signs up for an experimental test to lose the cancer, and the person that runs the test is psychotic and tortures him, and he ends up all burned and scarred and awesome. with incredible healing powers, and he decides he wants revenge by the people that did that, and that's what the fight scene was at the beginning, and blah, 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 gets back, we're back to where we started, and things get more linear from there. So they um, kind of like get into the fact that the whole like Weapon X thing like made him nuts, No, basically? they just dropped the whole Weapon X thing entirely. Okay. Um, and he, uh, yeah, no, they don't, he's not really psychotic, he's more just, like, silly and violent. Okay. Um, in the comics, he was supposed to be, like, like out of his mind. Yeah, totally, they don't have that so much. Um, and it's also part of the X-Men universe, so, uh, Colossus and Negasonic Teenage Warhead are part of it. It's only two, and they make a lot of jokes at that expense. Uh, the fact that they could only afford to have two X-Men in, etc. <laughs> uh, most of the movies, yeah, is making fun of itself. Um, and yeah, no, I found it very funny. I also enjoyed um, that, like Tim Miller, the director, clearly reveled in the R-rated freedom. So the action scenes, in addition to being very well choreographed, are extraordinarily violent, and uh, there is nudity, sex, swears, all that good stuff. Um, and done, yeah, done very well. Like I, in the end, it, like it's, it, it is pretty dumb. Deadpool's always been a kind of dumb character, but it's at least like, and it is yet another superhero origin story. But it's at least uh, self-aware and really cleverly made, and I do think um, Ryan Reynolds is, is pretty perfect as Deadpool because um, he does sarcasm better than most people, oh, yeah. and sarcasm is really what Deadpool is all about. So he gets plenty of that in, and uh, yeah, no, I, I had a really good time with it. I think it's a ton of fun. I don't think it's like the greatest comic book movie ever made. I don't think the people that made it think it's the greatest comic book movie ever made. It's just done to do what it does, and I think fans will really get a kick out of it because it does. Honor Deadpool and messes around with superhero movie conventions and people that don't like superheroes might enjoy it just because of how sort of flippant and different it is. I hope it does really well, primarily because A, now that all the background details out of the way and they can have actual villains as opposed to like generic European henchmen. Um, I think there's a really great Deadpool movie to be made, but more importantly, um, it would be the like third or fourth uh, R-rated major success of the past couple of years and that would help bring back R-rated movies from the studio system in general which I'm all for because even though the R rating can be used to make really really dumb slapstick nipple filled smash em up movies like Deadpool it can also be used to make you know adult movies and I would like for that not pornographic like but for grown ups yeah. exactly so uh, yeah there's a lot uh, that I'm a fan of with this, and I enjoy it. It's a good time. So I highly recommend it. So when do you think we're going to see like the like PG-13 cut so that you know moms can take all their kids to go see Deadpool? I don't think they'll do that. Hopefully it, never. Thank yeah, God. I don't <laughs> think they, they definitely won't do that. Even when they actually do show R-rated movies at uh, uh, Movies for Mommies. My friend went to see uh, Looper, at, like an afternoon show, and it was accidentally the Movies for Mommies one, which is ridiculous because the second half is all Bruce Willis killing children. <laughs> but <laughs> they did it anyway. Um, all right. Learn, kids. This is what happens when yeah. you misbehave. <laughs> all right. Next up, also at this week, Zoolander 2. Oh, yeah. How was I that? I saw it. It was kind of funny. <laughs> it was oh, pretty, no, it was pretty funny. funny. Well, I mean, like, comedy sequels are really hard to do. There are very few that are close to the uh, original or yeah. match it. Like, Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey, I think, is possibly better. Other than that, I can't think of another comedy sequel that's better. Maybe Austin Powers, the second one. Um, but even eh. then, there's the third one, proving the crappy comedy sequel rule. It's just really hard. It's like being told a joke the second time. It's and true, a lot right? of, And it's very, very rare that people, like, 
who have yeah, made a comedy have really afterwards they're timing. like i have a story that i really have to tell again about zoolander or when and garth um so it's I, I honestly i would say the exact same thing about it that i felt about anchorman too which is just like it, it's basically it's the same deal it's just the gang's back together again it's fun to see them again clearly everyone had fun there are a lot of cameos is not remotely close to as good as the first one but if you want to get nostalgic, you'll enjoy it. So I think like if Anchorman Two didn't annoy you, then you'll probably feel the same way about Zoolander Two. Hmm. So fine, not great. Yeah, I know you're not a big fan, Mel. Um, <laughs> next up, uh, I'll see it for Will Ferrell because he's hilarious. Yeah, he's pretty funny. But even with that, like the whole plot hinges on the fact that you're not supposed to know Will Ferrell's in the movie till two thirds of the way through, but he's on all the posters yeah, he's and like, in all the trailers. <laughs> yeah, so it's ridiculous. Um, but anyway, that's neither here nor there. Uh, next up, Nina Forever. Um. I yeah. wanted to see it. I missed it at the After Dark Festival. Yeah, it's yeah. really good. Wait, oh, no, it's opening this weekend. Nope, it's a uh, British independent, uh, like dark, dark, dark comedy um, slash horror film. It's by uh, first uh, time filmmakers Chris and Bun Blaine, who I interviewed, and you should be able to read my interview on the website as of right now. Um and um, someone's confident. on Monday. <laughs> uh, really, really should be able to read it today. Um, anyway, (laughs) (laughs) really important that you do. People are expecting it. Anyway, um, maybe you should tell people in advance. (laughs) I figured when it was submitted early in the week that it's submitted yesterday. uh, (laughs) Anyway, we'll discuss this later. (laughs) Tuesday night. Tuesday night it was up. Anyway, um, uh yeah so it's yeah sorry the first time filmmakers um whose interview you can read on the website uh eventually you can read today because it's required (laughs) that it be up today uh chris and ben chris and uh ben blaine who uh yeah they're really really talented guys they'd only done shorts before um very weird uh comedic ones their most famous one um is about a guy who uh masturbates pandas at the zoo for a living um, so that's about their where their humor's like he at. He masturbates and pandas come out, or he no, like he masturbates pandas. Oh, the pandas. Okay, um, <laughs> gotcha. So anyway, this one is so yeah, they have a very twisted sense of humor. Uh, suffice to say, so this one is about stars um, Abigail Her- uh, Hardingham, Her- Hardingham uh, as a really kind of morose young girl uh, who's studying to be a paramedic, working at a grocery store, and she becomes obsessed with this guy, also working at the grocery store, um, mostly because she found out that he tried to kill himself after his ex-girlfriend died, and she found that very romantic. So she starts dating. She starts forcing him to date, and he's very lost and still depressed about his ex having died. Eventually, they get together. Eventually, they get down to business. And when they get down to business on his bed, uh, his ex-girlfriend, Nina, crawls bloodily out of the bed um, and uh, starts giving them a hard time about what they're doing. And every time Why? they try to have sex after that, she pops up. Um, it's Why so can't she move on? What's her problem? It's a really Well, she's haunting him. Uh, it's like, it's very, it, it's interesting. It's sort of like a combination of like a Mike Lee movie or a Chris, and a, uh, Chris, uh, Clive Barker story. So it's very, very realistic, very sort of heavily on metaphor about letting people go and so forth, but also very, very funny and well observed. The performances are amazing. And I just found it, um, yeah, a really disturbing, but kind of insightful and amusing and. Yeah, I, I loved it. I think it's really, really worth checking out. It's like whatever you imagine that movie to be based on that storyline, I assure you it's not. It's very, yeah, it's a very unique take. And um, yeah, it's really, really interesting. And I hope people seek it out. I was very impressed hmm. by it. Um, 
And uh, then uh, also <laughs> out on, I just thought I'd mention because it's amusing, out on Blu-ray this week is a new movie by Joe Dante, which is about no. a guy, who a horror-obsessed guy who has an over-controlling girlfriend who dies, and then he meets a new girl, and then the old girl comes back to life. <laughs> and then they have sex, and then she comes <laughs> yeah. out and haunts him. So it's, like that. <laughs> so it's weirdly the same concept, but the Joe Dante one is a much more sort of, yeah, it's weird that they're both out this week. Um, but it's uh, the Joe Dante one's much more silly and kind of slapstick. Yeah. Um, and I thought it was totally cute and fun um, versus Me and Forever, actually, I think is a very interesting film. Um, but yeah, I just thought it was worth mentioning that those two movies with the exact same idea are out this week for Valentine's it's Day. It's pretty funny. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's pretty weird. And yeah, uh, Burying the Axe I enjoyed, although it was a bit weird that it was about a bunch of 20-somethings who ha- are obsessed with the horror culture that... 50-year-old man Joe Dante is obsessed with, yeah. but that's neither here nor there. Um, <laughs> all their horror references from the 30s. It's weird, but there you go. Um, so anyway, yeah, I really recommend, yeah, Nina Forever, Deadpool, um, if you're going to do something this weekend. And do check out both those articles that are currently up on the website. Yes, Phil, <laughs> they're up on the website. <laughs> We should just put like a broken link so like he gets excited, he clicks on it, and it <laughs> like takes to like lemon party or something. <laughs> All right, Jordan, no, you can I do the sign off. Do I have to? I did You're the sign always in. bugging me to be the host. I did and the here sign I am in. giving you a chance to do the sign off. <laughs> and you don't no, even you want always to. make me do the sign off because you don't want to do it. Fine, I'll do it. Thank oh, you I'll for fine, l- I'll do it. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, guys. Thanks for listening. If you want to check out any of the articles written by Phil tomorrow. This and experience girls. <laughs> has been like being at a bottomless strip club. <laughs> it has. Mm-hmm. And all with all the 20s you can ha- muster. For a minute there, I was thinking of like, what the hell's a bottomless strip club? <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> there's just like a floorless strip club. Yeah, just, <laughs> just filled with paper. strippers. Like, just naked ladies <laughs> as you fall forever. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, it's not the worst way to go. <laughs> <laughs> like I got so confused for a second. <laughs> oh, Cody. If you want to check out any of the things by all of us lovely, talented writers, you can check us out at cgmagonline.com. Don't forget to check us out on Facebook, facebook.com slash comicsgamingmagazine. Especially Phil's interview. Phil's interview. It's going to be up to today. Super online. It's yeah. up today. <laughs> yeah. 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 Thanks, Phil. Yeah, no Some of us have schedules, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you can also check us out at Google Plus, google.com slash plus sign cg mag online you can check us out on twitter at cg mag online you can check us out on youtube just youtube cg mag online channel we're there. cgm channel cgm we're there yeah. subscribe watch our videos support, yes, support our antics oh, please podcast on youtube yeah. 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 i read children's Video stories oh, why not yeah cody's people, gonna read some people creepy put podcasts on youtube why not Sorry, anyway I'm not <laughs> you can check me out on youtube Ninja Reviews, and you can also check me out on Twitter at NinjaJordan underscore. Mel is at Kicks and Chaos, K-I-X-X-E-N Chaos. Mel, or Cody is Cody underscore Well, Cody was pretending to be me today. That's true. Mm -hmm. Mel Cody is Cody underscore Orm, and Phil is at that Phil Brown. Acting Mel for the day. (laughs) Comey. I'm everybody. I'm just going to hold the ball. I'll be everyone next week. (laughs) (laughs) Just come in, do everyone's segment. Or meal. Anyway, guys, thanks for listening. Happy Valentine's Day. Yay.